Uh, hey everybody, Katie here. Um, I'm very excited for you all to hear the first episode of Breakup Sex. A um, little bit of housekeeping before we get into it. We're still learning um, kind of the audio aspect of podcasting, so please be forgiving of us of some of the whooshing you're going to hear in the background. We are working on it. Uh, otherwise, please enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. We need to talk. I'm not blowing you off. I just... I want to be alone for a little bit. I think we should stop seeing each other. I want to get our necklace as best friends forever. So you want to stay forever? I want a divorce. It's me. I don't like you anymore. I, I do. Break up. Time I just hit 420. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> hey, 420. Have bug. you seen that thing floating around the internet of the of Steve from Blues Clues? What? Um, I love He's him, like, but no. Yeah. Oh, was he, like the like, really nice article he was in about it about Blues Clues. No, it was like a video interview, and he was just talking about how, like, what post Blues Clues life is like. No, and I think he I did like Moby. He does look like Moby. We've all figured out Blues Clues. We've all figured out Blues Clues. We've all figured out Blues Clues because we're really smart. Hey. Oh, what is it? Mail time, mail time, mail time. <laughs> so what I don't understand. <laughs> oh, right? here's the mail. It never Incredible. It makes me want to wag my tail. <laughs> Yo, real talk though. Can we talk about how does okay mr salt and mrs pepper (laughs) can this be a podcast can we just do a podcast talking about like the conspiracies of kids shows from the 90s yeah can we talk about how their child is fucking paprika (laughs) like mrs salt was not fucking mr pepper no No, that's what i want to know what was their other baby Oregano? No, they only had one. No, I thought no, they had two. It was two by the end. Like cumin or something. <laughs> Cumin's too good. They wouldn't do that. Turmeric. Turmeric. <laughs> oh, it was cinnamon. It was fucking cinnamon. Oh yeah, the girl. Yeah. Yeah, they really gender rolled that shit out, hey. <laughs> Sweet like cinnamon. Oh, it's so dumb. God, that was anyway, a good show. I miss being a child. Now that we've got Blue's Clues out of the way. Oh, man. All right. Well, should <laughs> like, we mention the fact that uh, Rachel and I are here in Melbourne? Uh, yeah. Um, should Ooh. we introduce ourselves, even though that probably everyone listening to this will already know who we are? Anyone? Someone will start from the will start with the backlog. Oh yeah, one Sunday. day, one day <laughs> when we are infamous. Okay, uh, for uh, hot wiggle sticks. Uh, well, I guess uh, Rachel, we did nose goes, so you have to introduce yourself first. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually searching for material for purposes of this thing. Okay, I don't know. Tell uh, us a bit about yourself. So I live in Melbourne and I am a 30-year-old woman, a.k.a. grown-ass woman, (laughs) who is still studying at university. I have not been in an adult relationship since I was 25. (laughs) And that's fine. I've had a lot of sex. So (laughs) I mean, like, I'm happy. That's Um, good. That's all I need. Yeah. And... I'm just a relaxed... No, I'm not relaxed at all. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it were. (laughs) Don't we all? Um, Yeah. And I do some radio shit. That's where we are now. We're at Triple R radio station in Brunswick East. And it's the best. Yeah, it's very, very professional. And it's very appropriate temperature in here right now. It is. It's very cold outside. Nice and rainy. Yeah. Typical. I can... So, I am watching you guys. We're Skyping, video chatting, um, and your screen is not facing either one of you. (laughs) No, it's not. But it's facing a window, and I think there's a mirror in the very back, and I think I see I'm waving. Can you see me? (laughs) Give you a little uh, little hang ten, a little shotgun. Yeah. 
No, I see your hand, but I also see another head that's not moving. Oh, oh that's the station. Uh, that's the studio over from us. Yeah. So they're actually oh. broadcasting right now. They're on air. Oh. And we're in a they spare look ri- one. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only way. Um, yep. All right. Uh, so should we introduce the podcast? Katie Stearns. Well, I guess I'll, I'll introduce myself and I can introduce the podcast while I'm at it. Um, I'm Katie. I am currently in Melbourne, Australia, but I live in Denver. I'm here for a visit. Um, I am a 27 year old female, not grown ass woman, I would say. <laughs> not quite ready for that yet. Um, have not been in an adult relationship since I was 22, but I don't think it's fair to even call it an adult relationship. It was. You lived together. It was. It was an adult relationship. You I moved suppose. across the fucking planet for him. So. I did. Yes, I used to live That's here uh, with an ex who we'll talk about a little later. <laughs> There's a lot to say on that. Um, this podcast is uh, to talk about the different kinds of breakups that we go through in our lives uh, as adults. Um, or sometimes as children, I guess. We'll see how it goes. Um, so children? We're going to cover a lot. You know, you not romantically, but, you know, we talk about... Uh, um, the, yeah. Romantic right. the breakdown breakups. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Friendship breakups, you know, divorce. Blue's uh, Clues. Blue's Clues. Fucking when Blue and Steve had to leave each other. Ugh. Heartbreaking. Um, you know. Uh, <laughs> it still hurts. Still hurts. <laughs> Everybody hurts. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's my favorite uh, song. It's a great song. Uh, we'll talk about other things like uh, text message breakups or like how to break up with someone that you're not actually dating because uh, we've all had to do that, I think, in the Tinder age. Definitely. Of now. With habits, with jobs, with places you once loved, and there's probably going to be things that we haven't even thought of yet. Um, kind of keeping this open-ended, seeing what happens. Yeah, I just uh, want to experience empathy with other human beings. Definitely. Yes, yeah. uh, not enough of that these days, um, while also being kind of stupid here, talking about the wiggles <laughs> for 10 minutes before we get started. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Hannah, over to you. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. Uh, my name is Hannah. Are we saying last names? Are we keeping that? Um, I didn't. I didn't. Sick. Okay. My <laughs> name's Hannah. Um, I am a 27-year-old female also from Denver. Um, not just copying Katie. Just a coincidence. <laughs> We're actually twins. Um, I don't do anything in the comedy or performance scene at all um but i am an apprentice falconer and i pour drinks at a restaurant yeah. which is super Hell cool yeah girl i'm sure someone yeah i mean i didn't say it. any of That's that yeah i'm a bartender also and a comic <laughs> is it worth mentioning is your your wait so i'm a musician almost yeah i think i just saw your band you guys were great yeah we are great I just got another solo show booked on the 11th of June. Should we plug your band, Floodplains? They're very good. Oh, no. (laughs) I hate that shit. (laughs) Well, it just, I It's not relevant. Sorry. (laughs) It's fine. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Yeah, I guess we just want to get you guys to know who we are a little bit um, before we dive too deep into it. Um, We're kind of figuring stuff out. Um, we're going to get a regular schedule set up eventually soon, hopefully. And, um, there's so much to explore. So endless. Uh, we'll have guests so you won't have to just deal with us. Yeah. Every time, even though we are delightful. (laughs) (laughs) We know you want to, but we can't just give that to you. Yeah. We have to ration ourselves out. That's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to share a a quote from a friend that I cannot remember who said this to me. So sorry if you were the one and you are listening. Um, Or if you know, uh, let us know in the (laughs) comments below. No. Send us a tweet. What's our email? Yeah. We have a tweet at breakupsexts, S-E-C-T-S. We have a tweet. Um, yeah, we have all that social media shit, so you can follow us, Breakup Six. Um, but they said that uh, 
breakups are a super intimate experience that you only share with one other person, um, but you can't talk to them about it. So hopefully it'll feel good to talk to an empty void of podcast listeners about it um, and hash it out. And We don't think that you're an empty void, though, if you're listening. Oh, no. You're <laughs> full. You fill our voids, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's good to it's good to have a discussion about things, and especially when it is an empty void, like if you're discussing a, a breakup with, um, like a a, a concept or <laughs> um a a habit or something, and it's not somebody that you could actually talk to anyway. Um. I don't know. Sorry, there's like a, this really loud beeping that's happening, and it's oh, we're not getting that at all on my life. Is it happening? In okay, the home? sorry, world. Okay, it's over. Is it the carbon monoxide detector? <laughs> don't die. Just kidding. I don't think I even have that's that. Not your, <laughs> my apartment's a piece of shit. It's not your fire alarm because there's only one battery in it. I know it because I took it off the wall and cleaned it today. Oh wow, you really you really went for it. Yep. No, not at all. I definitely don't think that my house would pass fire inspection. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of times like you define yourself by a loss or a breakup definitely uh, and I think that can be kind of uh, negative and when you can like really learn a lot from those things um, so I think that will be helpful at least for me to talk about because uh, I personally don't ever talk about my breakups because I feel like no one cares <laughs> But I care a lot about other people. It's like I want to know everyone's business all the time. So I'm really excited to like ask people. Isn't that people. why we started this podcast? That's 100% why. Like I want to ask people questions that you would never ask them normally. Yeah. Like tell me about the worst thing that ever happened to you and how that's changed your life. Go. Like, oh, That's good. Like we, I mean, none of us would be who we are today if it wasn't for our previous oh breakups. Oh my God, not right? at all. Oh, not even and a little bit. Yeah. And sometimes like no one's had the courage to ask us the questions that you want to ask us and like like exploring things is that it also helps us grow like even if we're completely over whatever breakup we're discussing at the time like we there's there's always room to grow and mature and to gain wisdom and shit yeah yeah gaining wisdom that's what we're trying to do here you know we know a lot of people that have been through things much larger than we have um, you know, we're going to have people come on and talk about divorce and alcoholism and drug addiction. And that'll be interesting, I think, to hear. Because um, sometimes those like vices become more part of your life than an actual relationship with a human person. Yep. Yep. Um, I think I can safely say that all of us have struggled with those things. <laughs> Not divorce. No. 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 No, we haven't quite gotten there yet. No, no. <laughs> Haven't, haven't had the opportunity what? to divorce anybody yet, but we'll see. Do you guys believe in marriage? Somebody asked me last night if I believe in marriage, and I really wanted to say no, but because of my heteronormative upbringing, I said <laughs> yes. Because um, I want to get married, and it's fucked. Like, I'm trying to push it away, but <laughs> I just can't. I also do, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel... <laughs> But I'm not, I don't feel like I have to, like, I don't feel like it's something that I have to prove to anybody. Like, I don't feel like it's like your relationship isn't validated if you don't. I mostly just want to have a party and a fancy dress and a ring and like have someone have to stay with me. Do I have abandonment <laughs> you issues? You are lawfully obligated <laughs> to never leave her. You have to love me till I die. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, this is the craziest thing. I love, this is my favorite wedding fact. Mar marriage fact, sorry, not wedding. I fucking hate weddings. Um, yeah, so I want to get married but not have a wedding if that makes sense. But... Yeah. This marriage fact is my favorite. In Australia, it is more expensive to get divorced than it is to have a city hall wedding. Oh my God. It's like $200 for a, ma a marriage license and it's like a thousand plus to hire a lawyer to divorce you. <laughs> your That's crazy. Yeah. I think in Colorado, you can 
It's divorce yourselves because you can marry yourselves. So I feel like you could do both. I don't know. What? Yeah, you don't um, have to have like you can sign your marriage certificate and then you're married. Like you don't have to hire someone to do it. How can you marry yourself? You go down to the thing, the hall. You get your marriage license and you sign it. Oh, not marry yourself? Like oh, not not <laughs> physically marry. Not like put a ring on your own finger. You can become an ordained minister for like zero. I am exactly zero dollars. I am on ordained the through the Universal Life Church. Is uh, that the Wade Church? No, it's not the Wade Church. Oh my God, though. Imagine weed minister. Um. No, I am not ordained through the weed church. I am ordained Sinead through is a, a fake is church. a high priestess. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> um, new marriage goal, have her officiate oh, my imagine. wedding. Imagine. I don't know. Yeah, marriage is a weird concept just because I'm so single. <laughs> it's like to even think. Well, on the subject of weddings, I watched my sister get married about three weeks ago. And... Yeah. I felt nothing. Did it feel like an obligatory wedding or like a true love ceremony? No, no, no. She like, she's obsessed. She was obsessed with getting married yeah. and she like loves her husband. So whatever. But like, she, like I felt nothing. So she can <laughs> never listen to this podcast <laughs> and neither can my mother. Though uh, not that I would let my mother listen to this because I'm going to so say So you say you felt nothing. Does that mean like, like you weren't like exp- you didn't feel anything for them and their no nothing nothing shit. i felt nothing you didn't shed a single okay. tear no i cry in i cry in like cereal commercials I was bored <laughs> how long was the ceremony half an hour that's too long the ceremony should be okay 10 i minutes. once went to a catholic mass so this was a walk in the park <laughs> i once went to a catholic mass wedding that was interesting only thing worse than a catholic funeral uh I've cried in weddings of people that I fucking hate now, and I didn't cry at my own sister's wedding, so... I've cried at literally every event I've ever gone to. I cry all the time. I cry in the wedding singer <laughs> when they're on the plane. Oh, that's And so I didn't sweet. cry at my sister's actual wedding. Trust that there are things that evoke emotion that you aren't, like, fully cognizant of, and just say, like, hey, maybe I cried at the wedding... The wedding's belonging or belonging. I don't know how to talk. Um, <laughs> people I hate because I had other things that I don't know exist. Yeah, deeper feelings. Me. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't invite anyone to my marriage ceremony because I just wouldn't care about that part. And then, like, you just get drunk afterwards and have all your friends around. Like, yeah, just have a party. This is cool. Yeah. yeah, I think the ceremony itself is a little weird, but once you get to thirty, you really start to sort of explore how you really feel about all this shit oh i am not quite there yet and i still because a very big part of me is very gay but i just want to marry a man it's fucked up it's really Uh, ingrained in me uh, i just have a little arrangement (laughs) it's very hip these days you know honey i'm inviting someone around and we're all we're gonna have sex and you're gonna just keep watching tv just cooking after the children (laughs) don't forget to feed the dog (laughs) yeah just take the dog for a walk for the next 20 minutes or so little henry needs changing (laughs) bye (laughs) i'm locking the bedroom door (laughs) there's kids involved in this scenario (laughs) Uh, Sometimes mummy is a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lesbian. (laughs) That's mommy's special friend. (laughs) Her name's Carol. Carol! (laughs) Like from Friends. Oh my god, I didn't even think that, but sure. Carol is a really old Did you guys ever have. (laughs) Susan was so much hotter than Carol. True. Did you guys ever have the the poster in your science classroom that said so the, the the text said Carol never wore her safety goggles and now she doesn't have to and I just had a picture of a blind woman crossing <laughs> the street because that's no. all I think of when I hear the name Carol when I heard you and now she doesn't have to that is so passive aggressive <laughs> you probably still should uh, when I heard you say poster and we were talking about lesbians the first thing that popped in my head was that poster of the band Tattoo uh, Tattoo? <laughs> yeah all the things you said that one yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. sorry it's fun I was like why would that be in I your don't... science class <laughs> <laughs> uh, anatomy <laughs> 
that video clip was definitely about anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think I'll ever get married. No? Because you don't no, want to? Like, I mean, kind of. I just, at this point, I don't have enough faith in myself to settle down. And, you know, maybe I will at some point. But right now, I just, like, that's just not at all what I'm focused on. Yeah. And maybe this is my, like hopeless romanticism showing don't judge but maybe the person that makes you feel validated is the person you should marry maybe that's the whole thing you know yeah i mean yeah we were texting each other about this the other night that like maybe some times i mean just because this is true in a lot of other situations you don't understand what the fuck other people are talking about like what the fuck the majority of the world is experiencing until that one thing that one person or that one whatever occurrence and then you're like oh shit yeah it's like people say they like love their jobs and live for it and you're just over there fucking making margaritas all day and feeling unfulfilled and then like one day you're like oh this feels the opposite like I was mixing margaritas and I was like I loved my job for so long and everybody else hated their shit and then once I quit my job which you will hear about in a later episode (laughs) um, I understand what it's like to just have a job that's just a job and nothing more it's not a, a boyfriend yeah right having a job that consumes your life is just like a relationship like it's good until it's bad and then you can't think about anything else but getting out of it do you think it's easier to quit a job or easier to dump someone that feels like a job (laughs) that is a good question i think there's factors i think financially if you're financially dependent on the relationship could be the same but leaving a job is hard because your whole life is tied to your ability to like you know house and feed yourself well consider consider someone like me who would only ever quit a job if i found something else first i think a lot of people look at relationships like that too though right i'm like oh well there's nothing else out there or i don't want to be alone so i guess i'll just do this Um, jump from lily pad to lily pad Mm -hmm. i have a few friends like that i have a friend who i've been friends with for like 10 years i think and i do not ever remember him being single like ever yeah I'm trying to think there's like an episode of TV about that where like this girl that all these men have a crush on and she's always had a boyfriend and then she's single for like half a day and they're all like chasing her and I just can't imagine that life I've been alone for so long (laughs) like not in a bad way I'm very happily by myself most of the time but I can't imagine like being with someone constantly my alone time is so precious to me very precious yeah I think that for normal people <laughs> it's just so not not the it three should of us. be not not the three of us maybe but definitely not me for people who for sure aren't me it should be easier to leave a job than a person with whom you've been in a relationship for whatever amount of time just because you know you do need the job to support yourself and you know that maybe that job has supported you more than monetarily for in whatever way but if you need to like if you need something else to just tide you over you can just you know hop in and pick up a part-time job uh like nannying or um doing clerical shit and then leave it with not much like if you go into it knowing that you're not gonna live there forever then you can leave it with not much remorse which you know maybe there's some shitheads who do that with people there for sure are yeah there for sure are i've dated them i mean (laughs) i feel i feel like my ex broke up with me like he would quit a job like he rang me up on the phone one afternoon and was like I don't want to be with you anymore. I was at work when he did it. Oh too. my god! <laughs> what a champion! And he had found another 
job <laughs> before he broke up with me. So yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. That's how they always. Yeah, I feel like I feel like my breakup, which again I'll talk about at length later, was like he got promoted in his job or something like he like nothing changed it just wasn't me anymore yeah like his life was exactly the same and it progressed at the same rate that our relationship was progressing but just with a different person yeah like they just picked up where yeah. we had left off which is he, very strange he married a lesbian so he did marry some well we shouldn't call her a lesbian because well, we, she was a lesbian he she, he told yeah. me she was a lesbian she was a lesbian or she had only dated women she for like... She identified as a lesbian. Yeah, which is why I was not worried at first. Whoops. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> I was only 22. I didn't understand sexuality. Have, have we fluid. given away too much? No, we'll talk about it. There's so much. <laughs> There's this is too much to give should away. We, should we start talking about something? We're going to wrap this one up um, and then start again. This is going to be where we, we drop in um, like a, oh, a, song, a Wiggles yeah. Blues Clues yeah, remix, right? Yeah, I'll find one or make one, yep. Okay, um, tight. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. Mail time, mail time, mail time. We got to find Welcome back. Okay. Um, so I guess uh, you guys just met us a little bit. Um, but we're going to learn about uh, our most... Um, is influential the word? Ooh. Sorry. Well, that's significant? Right. Significant, yeah. Significant, yeah. Our, thank you. Our most um, significant breakup, um, mm-hmm. be it with a boyfriend or a job or a friend or whatever. Um, it feels pretty appropriate to talk about mine since I am currently visiting Australia uh, and the only reason why I am here I suppose is because of my breakup um, six quick backstory uh, six years ago I moved to Australia with my long-term boyfriend uh, we lasted about a year here um, before we broke up We probably should have broken up before I came here, but I didn't want to miss out on the opportunity to live in another country, so I ignored a lot of warning signs. Um, What were the warning signs? Oh, just him telling me he didn't love me anymore. Oh, my God. Um, You know, subtle warning signs. Or finding his OkCupid profile in secret and him telling me it was old and just choosing to believe that, even though I knew it wasn't true. Um, Which, funnily enough, I've... Saw he looked at my OKCupid profile like a year after we had broken up. Yeah, he was on it for a while, and he was, which is weird because he was engaged at that point. A year after that, yep. Was he with? Oh yeah, they were together from the day from before the day I left. Um, they moved in together like two weeks after I moved out of the country. So he was on OKCupid for ages. Yeah, because he's a scumbag. So I've never publicly said anything bad about this person um because we do share a lot of mutual friends uh however he lives in sydney now and all of our friends are in denver with me so (laughs) i get them and i don't know that he's kept in touch that well and 
a lot of people when I came back were like, yeah, he was an asshole. And I was like, why didn't anybody tell me? Um, but if you hadn't come to Australia, yeah. we wouldn't have met. This is true. I have no regrets about it. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. About <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, the breakup kind of went down uh, as such. Um as a couple, it's like an onion. There were layers, layers <laughs> of this breakup. Uh, it was like on and off of us being like, maybe I should just go back to this. I was very unhappy here, uh, struggling with depression, and I didn't have a job that I could keep. And um, he was completely absent and unsupportive. Um, and that was a an issue in our relationship. Big surprise, right? Why would it be like that? That seems crazy. Um, and then it came to a head one day. We were having lunch. And we just had a huge blowout fight and decided that I should go back uh, to the States. And I remember sobbing on the tram. Um, and then, like, calling my mom and racking up a very large phone bill. <gasps> he told me about that. Yeah, he got so mad. Yeah, I, was, I remember him telling me about that. And I was that. like, well, fuck you. Like, I, like what else am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, he was so mad. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I felt I was like, sorry. He's like, she's never going to pay me back. I'm like, you deserve it, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, that's what he was concerned about. So that was part of it. Yeah, I think. Um, so we had decided I was going to go back. And he had had a backpacking trip with a friend through Vietnam planned already. A three week trip. So uh, I didn't have to see him for three weeks after we had broken up. Um, but in that time. So we shared everything. So we had the same, we shared an iPad and both of our email accounts were on that. Um, and I was on it one day and an email popped up. So I was not even creeping through. Like at this point I was just like using it to watch a movie or something. And it was, uh, from his now wife, uh, saying, I miss being in bed with you. And apparently she was in Vietnam on the trip as well. What? Yeah. Um, apparently it it wasn't planned, uh, but I don't really believe that all too much. Um, hanging out with like our friends that he was on this trip with, um, and they didn't say anything to me, which I lost a friend out of that as well. Cause I was like, how could you not tell me? Um, cause he had told me that nothing like that our breakup was just about us when clearly it was not. Um, they worked together and I was, you know, retroactively being like, oh, and that's why you never invited me out to work drinks. And that's why I was always by myself. Um, so yeah, uh, saw that and then spiraled into checking all the emails, of course, as you do. Um, and there were a lot dating back pretty far, uh, and sent him an email about it, confronting him, uh, while he was on the trip and he got mad at me for interrupting his vacation with my feelings (laughs) how dare you yeah i was like i don't want to talk about this right now like i'm on a trip and it's just wet yeah basically like it showed yeah and then you know i was young and didn't know any better and was feeling really low so i was like trying to convince him to like give us another chance and like trying to save everything which like fucking why i don't know um and then he came back and continued to fuck me until I left and uh, didn't hug me goodbye at the airport, which I'll never forget, and got mad that my luggage was overweight and cost more um, than it was supposed to. <laughs> uh, yeah, and didn't hug me goodbye. I will never, ever forget that. That was the most heartbreaking part of it, I think. Um, Shit. Yeah, and then, gosh, what else happened? I don't know. Yeah, they moved in together basically right away. Um, He never sent my dog back to me, which he was supposed to do, because it was going to be too much money. Maybe like $800 tops, and he makes very good money. So fuck you again. Um, They are now married with a child. So I guess good for them. It'd be really Um, fun when that kid finds the podcast and they're like oh, oh man hope. all of my suspicions about this dude being awful or yeah I mean I don't yeah. know uh, that he'll ever hear this if he does that's fine <laughs> <laughs> I don't care he knows what's true like I'm not lying about any of this um uh, 
God, that's so depressing saying it all out loud. <laughs> um, bright side, though, got to live in another country for a year as a young person. And now I'm back with that as friends. And, having, and you're there now and you're experiencing and yeah, doing I'm and having so much fun and doing all of the people, not all of the people. That's kind of <laughs> God damn it. Doing all those people. Um, yeah, people. I was going to do a little wandering around the old neighborhood and the old house and I just haven't. I thought I was going to need to do it and I just haven't cared enough. Which is a good sign. Yeah, I think that's a really good sign. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I always thought that I was going to do this art piece that was like me taking photos of every place I ever fucked someone for the first time. And then I like saw the place where I lost my virginity and I was like, no, I'm over that. (laughs) I ran into the guy that I lost my virginity to at a Target one time and he didn't (laughs) recognize me. (laughs) I guarantee you that the guy I lost my virginity to would not recognize me at all. Yeah. I fucked my neighbor and he doesn't even recognize me. So (laughs) my literal neighbor, like current neighbor. Yeah. He walks past me in the street like he has no idea who I am. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> it must feel really what good. What a gem. Yeah. Yeah. He's a... I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I said it earlier. We would not be who we are today if not for all of the awful breakups and awful shit and really amazing experiences that we've had before this. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... I don't know was so different then. I was so made to be so small. Like, I don't even feel like I can't remember anything about my personality from that time, really. So I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. It's amazing, though, how you can look back and be like, this really, like, like, I love my life now. And I'm just like, it wouldn't have been anything like it is if I hadn't experienced those certain things. Yeah, I've thought about that. Like, if we, what would happen if we hadn't have broken up? And I think it would have still ended up about the same, but maybe I just wouldn't have known about it. Um, or it like, could have happened way later and you could have been yeah, way more invested. And could had, have had a child. I mean, like, we were on like, track for that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, as if moving to the opposite fucking hemisphere wasn't drastic enough like you guys could have been babies deep yeah i know i feel like you know it came out a lot of horrible shit came out in the breakup but he said that he felt obligated um to to bring me with him yeah he felt that he had to do you know what just went through my mind what what is that truck noise (laughs) (laughs) hannah's disdainful groan it's it's a it's a groan of pleasure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. No. Um, What's up, guys? Yeah, we had been through some kind of Sorry, intense shit uh, earlier in the relationship, and he threw that back in my face as a reason why he felt obligated to stay together. Um, we were together for almost two years before we moved to Australia, so <laughs> I don't know how long that obligation had been going on. But, yeah, it was, um, I don't know where to go from there. You know, first episode, I don't know how to build on that. Do you guys have questions about my heartbreak? (laughs) Nothing. I mean, what? Not a lot. How did you deal with it once you got back home? Oh, man. Well, when I was here for three weeks by myself, I didn't eat anything for maybe a week and a half. And then I ate an entire bag of frozen chicken nuggets. Um... And then I spent a shitload of our money on clothes, <laughs> which felt really good. Um, and then when I got home, I stayed, um, while I was living overseas, my parents had moved to another state. So when I came back, like I didn't have any money or savings or a plan or like almost any belongings at this point. Um, so I was in Ohio where I didn't know anybody. Um, and I basically laid on the couch and I watched all of Friday Night Lights. I remember doing that. Um, and then kind of the first thing I did to bring me out of the funk was I had two friends um, that were in Pittsburgh for a wedding. And I drove five hours to see them. And we went to a 90s themed drag queen party. And I was, you know, the first time I had been like a single adult 
over the age of 21 to drink. And I was like, oh, like, there's fun stuff to do. Like, I'm not, I don't need a relationship to do fun things. Like, I don't need a partner mm-hmm. to go out and have fun. Granted, it may have been the fact that I was surrounded by gay men and drag queens that made it feel safer. <laughs> um, no pressure. Never not fun. But Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was, it was the best thing I've ever seen. Um, and then I, yeah, I moved back to Denver and I lived uh, on a friend's couch for about a month um, who I had met through him. They were his roommates when we had first started dating. Um, but they put me up. Um, so they were all pretty supportive. Yeah. It sounds like, because they all knew that he was an asshole. Yeah, they knew what had happened. You know, some people don't. I never told his mom. Um, I just told her that I couldn't keep in touch anymore, and that was really hard. Breaking up with an ex's family that you are close to is difficult. Yep. Like, I was, I loved his grandparents, and his grandfather was sick, and I, you know, I don't know how that turned out, and that's weird and scary, and, you know, but you have to kind of let that go. I think it's selfish it would have been selfish on my part to tell his mom the truth you know mm-hmm. she deserves the ignorance of that I think I don't know then what else did I do I drank a lot basically survived on a city diet of alcohol and diet Dr. Pepper um and then did I, you like kind of did you like change your look a little bit oh yeah I chopped all my hair off and dyed it blonde very cliche thing to do it looked terrible but I kept it for like a year Um, and that gave me kind of anonymity back in the city um, which was cool like no one instantly recognized me but I had a hard time being like because a good majority of my friends I met through my relationship so coming back I almost didn't want to interact with any of the people that I had known before because I didn't want to have to talk about rehash what had happened Yeah. yeah And even now, everyone's like, oh, that's so cool. You lived in Australia. Why were you there? And half the time, I'm tempted to just say, no. like, I was studying or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. That's my breakup. That's, uh, that was it. I fucked some dudes. <laughs> and that was cool. What, um, what do you think you gained? Like, what from that breakup and from... I mean, from the relationship and also from the breakup, like, what do you think from that made you better today than you, you know, potentially would have been otherwise? Um, I mean, I take I no mean, shit anymore. Yeah. Um, Good. You know, it took me even up until recently to, like, realize how truly, like, abusive that relationship was. Um, you know? There were times when he, like, I feel, like, even guilty somehow. Like, he still has, like, a little bit of power over me, I think, because I feel guilty saying these things. But, like, there, we would be arguing, and he would, like, throw things at me, you know? Um, like, like not ever like, hit me with them, but, like, close enough to scare me. Um, like, was he trying to hit you with shit, and he just had shitty aim? Or was he just... I don't know. Trying... Um, oh, my God. I don't know. That wasn't a truck. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was just you. Yeah, um... Definitely helped me realize, like, what is acceptable and what's not. And -hmm. I've basically been single since um, because of that. Because I'll get, like, you know, six months at most into a relationship. And I'm like, you're not treating me how I want. And I would rather be by myself. Because I treat myself much better than I used to now. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's huge. I feel like there are people who have had, like long relationships like successful in their eyes may keep may still be going or may have concluded for whatever reason who don't treat themselves in solitude the way that they would expect to be treated by other people and I don't know I I feel like it takes a lot of people a lot of a lot of people a lot of time uh, to figure out how to appreciate being alone and how to treat themselves in like in solitude the way that they would expect other people to treat them when they're alone yeah i I think one of my biggest like are growing opportunities for that relationship was learning how to communicate my feelings um and what i need 
I'm not saying that a relationship would have been saved had I been able to do that in that relationship because I don't think that was ever going to work out. But mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time like working on communicating with a partner or someone that I want a relationship with so that there's no misconceptions or like a difference between like compromising and like on little things and compromising on things that are really important to you Um, and learning how to like explain those differences effectively to somebody and now I can do that which is great and I feel really good about it but it's also incredibly frustrating because most people can't Um, and I come off then as too intense (laughs) off the bat when really it's just like I know what I want and if once I find it that'll be good and the other person will be on board but it's a lot of being by yourself (laughs) until yeah you find that person that is on the same wavelength as you yeah and and just just knowing that and being aware of that that process and like how you're gonna have to deal with this shit for a while until you find somebody who or until you start encountering people not to say that there's only one person who will know yeah all of this and be able to accept it and thrive in it. But until you start encountering that kind of person, um, I don't know. That's, that's really crucial. Yeah. I think that's a sign of a good relationship, at least for me at this point is being, if you can communicate the things you need to be happy, that's like the most important thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe. That's all I care about. Very simple. I don't know. Who's next? <laughs> Someone else go. I feel I feel vulnerable. <laughs> um, I wanted to know if you communicated with him after you came home at all ever. Um, uh, yeah. He tried to be my friend. Um, like online or actually? Yeah, we Skyped. Um every night what did he have to say like, every what, night every night what every did he night fucking for like about? a week um he would ask how i was and i would you know see the dog and we'd talk about some logistics and he would make me feel bad about things like that phone bill or the fact that he didn't oh get his god this is yeah. making me so mad he didn't, he didn't, actual cunt. he didn't get his bonus from work that christmas because they had paid for my plane ticket back home <laughs> good well, and he was very know, upset about that um you know, I had asked him, he had come through Denver. I think this was the second time he had been back since we broke up. And I asked if he wanted to have a coffee um, to just kind of like be done with it. Yeah. And he said he his response to my email three days later was, I'd rather not. And that was it. Um, but yeah, after the first week, I was like, you know, what, I can't. Yeah, he was not great. Um, but I realized pretty quickly that. I needed to cut ties with him. Um, he was an emotional manipulator. That was probably the main reason we were together for so long to begin with. Um, so yeah, I just had to delete him off of all social media and like block him off of Facebook and um, delete, you know, not talk to him anymore. I mean, he mostly respected that. He would still comment on my Instagram photos for like a month after and like even though he was like living with her, like, I don't know. I still, for a while, was creeping on his social media, but I've blocked him from myself now, so I can't. Uh, And Facebook's algorithm works pretty well, except for the one time in fucking five years that it didn't work was the day his baby was born. I have to tell you that he lives in Canberra now, which is the most boring place. Oh really, he's in Canberra now? Yeah. (laughs) Sucker. I just want to make mention that Katie's ex has his Twitter link to his Facebook, which is just the lamest shit ever. (laughs) Uh, He doesn't have a lot to say. Um, Yeah, I guess, I mean, I think that's all I have to say. Anything else from you guys? We can go ahead and wrap this up a little bit. Um, Wrap it up with a song. I'm trying to think of what song... We already used blue clues. We did already use blue clues. Which I know, which I know is inconvenient because I know that that entire soundtrack is really closely um, entwined with your breakup. It really is, but I think um, I'm sorry. That's so like inconvenient that it happened that way. I know. Just you know, happened naturally, so I can't fault you. Um, I think it might be a little bit cliche, but I definitely spent. 
the better part of those three weeks that he was gone listening uh, to the entirety of Rumors. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think... That's so good. Yeah. Um, probably I'll play something off that. Which song? Which song? Mm-hmm. The whole album was like just me sobbing mostly. Um, can you can you listen to it now without getting emotional? Yeah, I can. I've been. I feel very lucky. There's certain songs um, from certain relationships that still give me feelings, but I think I've loved Fleetwood Mac too much to let That's it get good. fucked up. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Never going back again. Oof. yet to figure out blue's clues (laughs) guys we did it we did it did it time should i stop recording now yeah did a good thing Bye. bye bye